Which one's your favorite? Holy Daniel? shit, you have the crow? That's awesome. I just keep Holy looking at the wall yeah. and all the, the, the pops. There's just so many to take in. And I've looked at There are a lot. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know my favorite horror pop? Sure. It's actually the only one that's mine of the horror ones. Oh. Nosferatu. Nosferatu. I appreciate Nosferatu, that. Nosferatu, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very fast, Rasmus. Yep. Welcome <laughs> to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. I'm Cody. Follow us on Facebook at When Daniel Met Rich. Follow us on Twitter at WDMR Podcast. Shows are released every Monday. Nerd archives are released every Wednesday. Videos go up every Friday. Nice. nice. Reading off a note card there that I was holding up for him. He's, it's I, our I was card. actually kind of avoiding it, but hey. Now you're just you know reading what? it. Uh, let's yeah. buy a teleprompter. Yeah. yeah, we could do that. I definitely know how to get a teleprompter yeah. and get it started and do all that. Um, Brian could also hold up sign cards. Yeah. Um, that would Gonna be get hilarious. Vanna White style? Just get like, yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Vanna White anyway. style. Nice. We'll put him cool. in a dress so, and he'll I, just be I, sexy. I, I believe that. So, this is when Daniel met Rich. Let's get to know each other. How you been, Daniel? Uh, I've been better. Have Th- you? This boot, I'm ready. The, they should have just took off my leg. Yeah. <laughs> like I am done walking on this thing. <laughs> well, you know, you have surgery, and uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to start walking, but my leg will destabilize if right. I if I start walking on it too soon. I started my exercises yesterday, so it's really good, and I got my stitches out. I nice. can now take showers without cool. putting my fucking leg in a garbage bag. Awesome! It's wonderful. Nice. I like it. Um, except when I got the stitches out, that was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in this whole procedure was getting the stitches out. Um, they really? called they called a gentleman over. Um, I, I can't say his name, but he had such a name that I was like, y- you would be the person who came over and did this like this. Um, so Coach Ferratu? Uh, <laughs> that was a good we one. Should, we should track how many Rick like, and Morty movies <laughs> we make. A, yeah, right. Okay. So that's scary. Oh God. All right. So, uh, was he doing a bit? <laughs> no more bullshit names. Anyway, sorry. Back to Coach Ferratu. So, yeah, the nurse is like, is going to take out your fucking stitches. She didn't say fucking, but um, let's censor later and <laughs> twice <laughs> that's the name by the way i'm just saying it for you guys okay. so this guy you understand what i mean now right yeah. this would be the guy who comes over yeah. and i mean yeah uh, he's like i'm happy to do this i collect stitches yeah well here's the deal he comes over and he's like testing the stitches and he's like you know what i'm not going to be able to fit there's only like one stitch per incision that's how small these incisions right. were mm-hmm. in the first place and uh he's like i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to have to use the razor for this and i'm like great and at this point i've already seen from the the way he is uh <coughs> all right but he did not have steady hands and his Whoa. his hands were a little like it, it, it wasn't like problem. it was a steady shake it was a steady shake to his hands and he comes over with the razor and is gonna Take nice. out my st- it was not fun. <laughs> Real quick, was that an airplane reference? Yes, it was. Right on. Nice. <laughs> I appreciate it. That was the closest I've ever come to pretty much I'm like so being in a medical office. Guy. That's the closest I've ever come. I haven't seen an airplane. Fuck you. Um, that I I came. <laughs> I'm gonna let that sit. I'm gonna let that stand. Just finish <laughs> I'm gonna be comfortable with so it. Okay, so I can. <laughs> I I'm come right over. behind him too. All right. so. Okay, no one wants to listen to inner jokes and being mad about things for All right. two hours. Um, so yeah, he he came over with a steady hand. That's the closest I've ever come to being like, hey, can we not? Can I get someone different, please? Because this guy, like, and he was like, I I did feel really bad because I was like, he was like, man, that was easy. I got to do someone with sixty four stitches later. I was like, like, they're going to ask for someone different (laughs) real early. 
<laughs> into this. You might have been the warm up. <laughs> yeah, basically. So you might be an all star pitcher. You might have just had, been the first throw in the bullpen. Basically, I had two stitches, and that yeah, made that me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But I can go swimming next week. So if anyone <laughs> wants to go to Waterworld and get my uh, stuff infected so I don't have to go back to work, let me know. Sexy. You got All it, right. dude. I'm ready. Good that deal. was the only interesting thing that happened to me this All week. Right. Cody, how's your week? Nothing interesting ever happens to me. Nothing? I just work and then go home and stream Destiny and then hang out with my wife. That was pretty much Actually, my week no. as well. Yeah, talk about your your you've had some developments on the on the stream though. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean and the work and the effort you put into that. So I have uh, streamed every day for at least two hours for the past two weeks. Yes, get nice and close. That's, That's what fine. I was like. Mm. I didn't want to push your hand off. <laughs> your hand was fine where it was. I liked it. I just didn't want you to think I was trying to push it off by leaning back. Mm. Oh, I know you. You're good. Let's remain con- connected by touch. Mm. So I've been streaming. <laughs> Why'd you stop? Because <laughs> I'm trying to get a point across. <laughs> oh. Please tell us about your stream. So I stream on Twitch, which... Nah. I'm not talking, Brian. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's going to start stroking in a second. Did you, did you right. see me pull the mic closer to me, Brian? <laughs> did you see me do that? Like how I remembered to talk into the mic? Don't worry about me. For those of you playing the drinking game, Dale just referenced how the sauce is made. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> you had a ton of viewers, though. Today, yeah. I had a great stream today. Uh, so I won't go into details as to why, but there's something going on in the game that I play. That is highly sought after. (laughs) Brian will tell you all about it. (laughs) If you are wondering why that is so funny, please listen to the Nerd Archive. Comes out every Wednesday. But yeah, I keep keep derailing this. Uh, You had a really good stream, though. You're having more people. You're getting a bunch of follows. When I first started, I had about 10 followers, no average viewers. Cut to two weeks later, I have 40 followers and two average viewers at least. Nice. That's massive. That is huge growth. I'm yeah. flabbergasted. It's awesome. Uh, today's stream, I had 11 concurrent viewers. Cool. Yeah. I have to play Bloodborne for the first time to get any bigger than that. Nice. So you should definitely make that a special. Yeah, I, some Bloodborne. I might. Yeah. Uh. To be honest, if I if I get closer to the affiliate thing, I think when I actually get my sub button, I'm gonna do a drag stream. Ooh, that's a good goal to make. We'll link it in things because the spelling of it is ridiculous. Yow. I am Ao the Ahamkara, so it's twitch.tv slash Ao the Ahamkara. Daniel will spell it out correctly in the description. Yeah, I will. <laughs> That'll be added to the Facebook post. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, spelled Y-O-W-T-H-E-A-H-A-K-R-A-K-L-A-K. Nice. There's no L. He's on. You're on your plug game yeah. today, Cody. I am. I we're, am yeah, we're, on my plug game. We're in Cody's house, so he is on his game. If there's one place I'm good at being plugged, it's my house. <laughs> and I just went from six to midnight. <laughs> Thanks, Cody. Yeah. Appreciate that. Nice. What did you change to make it? What do you mean? To, to benefit. What did you do differently that's making this all come out? I have been spending a lot of time on Twitch. Uh, basically inserting myself into communities that people have already built and be like, hey, I am. I want to be your friend. I want to be everyone's friend. If you have time, come check me out. Without actually saying in, in their chat, hey, come check me out. Right. Because that's highly frowned upon. Yeah, exactly. You'll get banned real fucking quick. Exactly. All right. 
So I've just been... Also, the word I was looking for was consistency because you weren't consistently oh, streaming. Oh, no, I was no. not consistently streaming. And now I... This boom? Yeah. I, just, I got a new webcam. And I was like, fuck it. Might as well. Yeah. What's, I, I'm the only thing that's stopping me. I'm just going to do it every fucking day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do it. That's what's lended to our success so far with When Daniel Might, right? Yeah, it's absolutely. the consistency. consistency. And uh, folks, when you're trying to do things... Yeah. I'm, I'm being really hosty this podcast. I'm you sorry. Are. You I'm really being are. really hosty. I, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I want to take a step back. I know what to, standing you know, on my dick, man. I know what to I ask think, him. I prefer to sit on it. I don't <laughs> stand on it. Um, I, unless you ask me to. But like, I think today's so recording session is just hijack everyone's if, other sections. Pretty much. Now, is it considered standing when I'm laying on my back, but <laughs> using my feet still uh, to I, touch I, it? I mean, <laughs> we're gonna have to go to the forum. Sorry, on not, that one. I'm not that. Not touch, but stroke. Uh, still, but anyway, sorry. Yes. What you do this week, Rich? Uh, I just worked crazy hours and finally got able, I was finally able to take the wife out to a movie last night, so, which was covered in the nerd archive, but otherwise it's pretty blah, much blah, been blah. work and sleep, work and sleep, and then work some more. The chug is so fucking real. It is. Mm-hmm. It, the struggle is real. Definitely. So. Yeah, that was pretty much my week. Cool. Um, today I got my vehicle serviced so that I don't blow a head gasket. Giggity. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Lasting result. Maybe we should talk about that. Maybe that should be my talk because I have a couple of things that I, you know, like, okay, not a couple of things. I was going to talk about space and aliens and existence, but All right. um, but no, like with the cars and stuff, I found out, for those of you who don't know, we talked about it last week a little bit with the car issues. My car did blow a head gasket. Is this acceptable before you hit 45,000 miles? Probably not. Um, But for a car to do that, but also for, I feel like, uh, now Rich, being that you've existed far longer than us, do you think that, uh, (laughs) fucking grandpa, I hate the elderly so much, I just, I just fucking... Do I light a lot of candles in the nursing homes and walk away? Maybe. <laughs> I'm not saying that I pick the elderly as my weakness in uh, the fractured butthole. Maybe. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I'm actually really good with elderly people. They're friends. Um, they're cute, too. Actually, They're really funny. Our apologies to anyone over 50 listening. They're not. So unless we pay them to. <laughs> They're just so bored by this show already. Oh, I don't know. Shit. It's reinvigorating the the, the you, grandma. spice of their life. Yeah, basically. I'm so sorry. I'm just kidding. My grandparents are dead. Anyway. My great-grandpa died pretty much where you're sitting. Because of the table? <laughs> Did it have anything to do with the chair? Oh, in the chair? No. Oh, in this place. Wow. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Am I going to get haunted by the ghost of the elderly for talking shit about the elderly? No, that's my great-grandpa's sense of humor. Okay, oh, good. awesome. Good. Oh, okay, good. duly noted, duly noted. Good. Why do you think I'm such a shitbag? <laughs> right? Um, it's hard to keep up with a car when you don't know what to do, when you don't know how to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got my car serviced every 7,000 miles for oil because that's the only amount of times they would service it. So I right. thought that was acceptable. And then I found out from you that I should have been doing it every 3,000 to 3,500 miles. Yes. And then I blow a head gasket, and this is not in the slightest bit surprising to you. No, not at all. I mean, the weight. I feel set up for failure, but at the same time, there's a certain amount of responsibility I, mean, I should have I, taken. I understand why it didn't happen sooner, but I'm not at all surprised that it happened now. Yeah. Just based on the nature of your employment and how much you drive okay, and yeah. the heat. 
Because mm, that's when it started shaking the worst was when it heated up this summer. Yep. I didn't have any issues like this during the so, winter. Yeah, when you've got when you've got plus hundred degree days with no humidity, mm-hmm. an engine is working really fucking hard. And being that you drive an American made vehicle as well, you really should have been changing your oil religiously every three thousand miles at least. Duly noted. Possibly earlier. Just the nature of Chevy and how the vehicle's made and mm-hmm. the per- performance of the engine, how the engine's designed and all that fun stuff. Now, I'm not a car guy. Right. Not not by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. The most I know about cars is maintain them on this schedule and the pedal on the right makes it go. Right. That's like my limit. I don't... Mm-hmm. And I Google shit if there's something wrong. Like, right. I know how to change out my cabin air filter. I know how to change out the air filter. That's easy. I know how to do the fluids and stuff. Yeah. I can change the plugs. Can change things. a tire. Like, yeah. there's a lot of things, like, you can yeah. do under the hood that are just easier. Right. I'm going to be changing out my wife's ignition coils on Saturday morning um, just to learn. And you can yeah. YouTube things. There are easier things to do and learn, but then there's other things where it's like, well, if we're going to change out the oxygen sensors, we're going to fucking pay someone to do that because you Absolutely. have to lift the car. You have to get under it. You have to know where they go. You have yeah. to know which ones are upstream, which ones are downstream. You learn this when you try. Yep. That is the biggest thing. Yeah. You know, and it's not a matter of not caring. It's a matter of, I, I just don't want to gamble with my car. Exactly. Right. It's a matter of not knowing and not feeling confident enough to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the ignition coils look easy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? Air yeah. filter. So easy. Pump yeah. that shit on yeah. and off. Too it easy. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, when you get an oil change, the other thing you want to do, if it's a place that you don't necessarily know you can trust, ask to see the oil filter. And ask to see the new one that they're going to put it on. And then mark it somehow. Scratch your initial into the side or something. So that the next time you get an oil change, you can ask to see your old oil filter and look for the mark. A lot of like Jiffy Lube and Grease Monkey and places like that, they'll change your oil, but they won't change your filter. Mm. And they'll tell you they did. There's some places that, you know, when they do the 10-minute oil change thing, they're going super fast and they will skip steps. Yeah. So you got to be on them to make sure that they don't. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised if... At 42,000 miles blowing a head gasket, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if somebody took a shortcut on one of your oil changes. At least. At least once. Fair enough. So... Yeah, because it's just it's just, it's astonishing, you know, because one of the th- things I was looking forward to in a new car was that I wasn't going to have to worry about it breaking down as quickly as my other ones did. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't. I, I mean, I can honestly say that my first two cars, I let them fucking die. Yeah. I ju- I ran them dry. I know I did. I didn't maintenance them well enough. It was you know I was much younger though. <laughs> it was right. like my first time with these cars. Yeah. You right. know, um, and then letting these cars die was not you know of course something I really wanted to do, but just wasn't good at. Um, this one I'm, I am trying, I have been taking it for oil changes, just not often enough. And it's like, how many times do I have to fucking fail (laughs) before I figure this out? And these cars are not cheap. Cars are not cheap. And that's the most unfortunate part is that it's a, it's a very expensive learning opportunity. Yes. No, it's a problem. And it's also a massive expense Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it, and it it is an expense. You're, you are not going to get an ROI on a vehicle. You're not going to get a return on that. 
Now, what is almost nice is that um, this was covered under the motor train warranty, which is five years or 100,000 miles. There you go. So this is a, a catastrophic issue with my car, but they're going to cover that shit. Nice. Which is nice because when you blow ahead, all that means is a brand new fucking engine. You might as well get a new car, especially yeah. if it's old and used. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Now, yeah. like my car has, I mean, the Matrix has 191,000 miles on it, something like that. I'm coming up on 200K. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or 120K. I'm sorry. Yeah. My bad. Never mind. It's 119,000 okay. miles on it. I'm okay. coming up on 120. And I've been driving it for 13 years. I get it. I get an oil change every 4,000 miles. Gotcha. Roughly. Um, every third oil change, I'm getting a full tune up where yeah. they change out the oil filter, the plugs, the wires, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, never had an issue. Lucky you. Do you, do you lend that to your car being kind of Japanese too? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in. I mean, not to sound that way or anything, but no, if it's not okay. Jap, it's crap. Yeah. It's uh, that's kind of the thing is just you know, there's guys that are like, oh, I'm a Ford guy, I'm a Chevy guy. Well, and it's like, well, I'm starting. I get to like to buy cars. Yeah, I'm starting to get ready to take that leap because my car. Um, this is the second time in two years. Last last year, the water pump broke, mm-hmm. and every time I have to put up with my dealer anytime I talk to them through the sales process which is never comfortable in the first place mm-hmm. but even then the sales process was fucking bullshit um my salesman had no spine uh but only had a spine strong enough when she was trying to get me to commit um and then through service both times my service has treated me like they could literally give two shits about any kind of problem I have mm-hmm. yeah. so you know kind of talking about you know they're asking me when I'm bringing it in I tell them you know I don't know because you know I'm in a boot I can't drive I have to see if I can get my wife to drive I don't know if my car's gonna make it I have to get it towed and then silence from them this is the first person that didn't go, oh, well, I'm sorry to hear about your ankle. Hope you're recuperating. This is the first person that hasn't said that to me. And the fact that it's someone that wants my business. Yeah. yeah. Screw you. <laughs> like, fuck you. And don't go to Medved Wheat Ridge in Colorado. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> fuck those guys. Multiple times. Uh, blew my oil. My water pump broke right after an oil change last year. And they said, you're going to need an oil change. And I'm like, isn't that part of what you guys do? And they're like, well, yeah, but we're going to charge you for it. Um, my car is broken down. Also, um, because of the expectations they set me upon, they won't give me a fucking rental until they're actually working on the car. I have to wait almost two weeks for the part to arrive. They won't give me a rental to get anywhere. (laughs) So, uh, so you've got your trials. Uh, yeah, basically, I'm ready to be done with them. I don't want to deal with these people anymore. So for that reason, I am going to be uh, looking at something September, October, come when the funds come. <laughs> I would I would highly suggest you go with either a uh, Subaru Outback just because of the price point. I need something four-wheel especially, too, yeah. because driving to Boulder in the winter, right. is, I almost didn't make it one of the mornings I was going yeah. to work in the Sonic. Like an Outback is about the size of your car, maybe a little bigger. Mm-hmm. It comes in all-wheel drive, pretty much standard. Yeah, it's a Subaru. And it, at your price point, it's going to be the best deal you're going to yeah. get for what you need. Plus, it's a lesbian mobile. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Jesus. You might as well get uh, some Birkenstocks and join a softball league. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Cody, ladies. Uh, Cody has a new car, too. 
I'm do. still doing the hosting thing. This is nice. a really weird to take it. I'm sorry, Rich. <laughs> I'm just trying to involve Cody. That's all right. That's all right. I want to make know, sure we yeah, involve you know, Cody. Now my dick's about stomped flat now that by you, you but know, that's okay. Now that you know, this is a revenge for when you bookmarked mine. Boom. Um, <laughs> for talking about uh, Solo is what it was, right? Uh, yeah, so. exactly. Right. Have yeah. you seen Solo yet even? No. Still haven't? No. That's fine. That's, that's all right. That's all right. It don't matter. Sorry. Um, I'll, see it I'll let you involve Cody. With you, know, this. you know Cody leases his car. That's fair. How's the I mean, ma- how do you keep up with the maintenance on yours? Do they tell you how to? Covered. Are you savvy? Yeah, takes care of it. Yeah, when you lease a car, the maintenance is taken care of. You went through Medved too. Mm-hmm. How's your service with them? So far, I haven't had any issues, but it's only been like a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's typically how it goes with the lease: is that they'll cover all the maintenance and everything because it's still their car. Yep. Gotcha. So they want to make sure that you don't <clears throat> fuck it up. Right now, maybe I have different standards too when it comes to like sales and stuff because I have had some serious sales jobs before. Um, they had this dumb little fucking strategy where, um, to get me to stop trying to beat them down in price, they said, "Here, if I can get this price for you, sign here on this little piece of paper." And I'm like, oh. "I know you're you're a fucking dumb bitch. I know you didn't fucking think of this yourself. This is something that they taught you to do. Sign this little piece of paper that says this price is okay, yeah. and then if I can get that for you, we'll do that." And then we did that. And then I said, okay, let me call my insurance and make sure that I can afford this altogether with what the insurance will cost. So I call them to ballpark my insurance. They aren't on the phone. Their lines are shut down. So I said, I'm going to have to come back in the morning. I'm, they obviously hate this, right? Yeah. But I come back in the morning and uh, I, I come in and I'm like, cool, I can afford it. And she says, okay, cool. She comes back. We can't do that deal from last night. And I said, should I have made you sign a little fucking piece of paper that says we can do this price? Yeah. You expect me to keep my word? To sign a piece of paper that I'll keep my word on what I'll agree with, but mm-hmm. you can't? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're a slimy piece of shit. Don't even. She walks back, and I was like, if you don't walk back out there and get me my price, I'll leave. Yep. <laughs> That's what got me to come back. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty funny yeah. <laughs> that that all happened. She was like, yeah, my manager didn't want to do that price. Well, they better do it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to fight salespeople. All my negotiations <laughs> like that salesman. through email. Not, ooh, really? Every Is that the curveball? Every bit of my negotiations with my That's sales smart. guy on my last car purchase was through email. That's really smart. I said, I will do this price with this. I was like, I, I understand this was the price you offered. Can we do this? Mm-hmm. And then he said, I'm sorry, we're sticking firm with this price. And I was like, gotcha. Sure. Because then I've got it in writing. I'm locked in. Boom. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Yeah. I mean, no, because everything yeah. they, they say, they have to document. Yep. As Plus, they say it. When you're away from them, mm-hmm. you have the ability to be like, all right, I feel a little bit more comfortable because I'm in my own element. Yep. I get that. I fucking hate car dealerships. Yeah. I fucking hate car You can sales swing them. a little bit harder with them through email. I've thought about being a car salesman, believe it or not. Because you would probably do very well as a car salesman. Would do very well. I, I could sell a wet t-shirt off my back. Yeah. You know, a sweaty hot t-shirt off my yeah. back. The issue is, is that I wouldn't play by their dumb fucking rules. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would play for consistency and creating customer relationships mm-hmm. instead of getting myself fucking today because fuck you, I need my money, mm-hmm. which is something that I'm sure they, they, they're predatory. You know, car salesmen yeah. are just extremely. plain and simple, extremely fucking Exit. predatory. There's yeah. A, yeah. There's a reason they're known as like some of the seediest fucking salespeople mm-hmm. on the face of the earth. This is not something that I could do. And I'm pretty sure I would get fired eventually by yeah. going, uh, fuck you. I'm going to do things my way. It just sucks because you would like, you would like, 
like to think that every person out there knows how to manage their finances, right? That maybe they would go for this job when they have a decent amount of savings, that they can build a customer relationship before they go in because that's the number one thing is that do you really want to push someone so far to the edge that they're so uncomfortable and they just fucking hate you and then they buy the car because they need someplace to go and then they leave and they never want to fucking see your face again? Mm-hmm. Is that really what you want or do you want them to go uh, home, think about their decision, come back, actually buy the car? might not happen as often, but that's okay because you're not pressuring them into it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you build these repeat customers because they're going home and saying, buy your car from this person. This is the most comfortable car sales uh, situation I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Yep. Go see this guy. He's just going to do what's best for you. And, that, and that's exactly – well, a quality car salesman starts their month building that. Being like, hey, you know what? This is what you're in the market for. I've got these three in your price range. Why don't you think it over for a week? Yeah. Come back to me in a week. We'll see what we can do for you. Exactly. But I want you to be comfortable with what you're purchasing. And then over the course of that week, that person's like, man, I'm, I don't feel pressured at all. I'm super comfy. I don't think this person is trying to sell me a car because he needs a paycheck. He's Mm -hmm. selling me a car because he wants me to have that. Cars are such big financial investments too. You know what I mean? And yeah, people need them, but they're still investments. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, and they're piss poor investments because the minute you drive them, their value drops. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I fucking hate cars. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> fucking hate cars. I am so looking forward to the day where there's automated ride shares mm-hmm. where I can just flag a car. It drives me to work. It goes away. I let it know when I'm about to leave. It comes and picks me up. Mm-hmm. It'll be a golden age. It'll oh, my God. Yes. And then the government will say the population's too much and then just crash them all. <laughs> just crash all of us. Well, I figured if I die in an automated car accident, I have it coming. <laughs> right. That's karmic retribution right there. It, 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 it's due. Right. <laughs> what if other people have car issues and they want to talk to us about it? Contact your local mechanic because we are not qualified to talk about car issues. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't talk got, to us. However, if you've got any tips about purchasing a new car... Sure, and tweet them at us at WDMR Podcast or on the Facebook at When Daniel Met Rich. Yeah, tell us about your CD car salesman experiences. Yes. Or if you're a car salesman, tell us how you can go fuck yourself. Wow. <laughs> tell us all the ways yeah. or like maybe we don't know. Tell what us we're what events about. in your life yeah. led to you being the most hated person on the podcast. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> if if you're a car salesman, prove us fucking wrong. I would yeah. love to hear that. Would shit. love to hear some devil's advocate stuff where yeah. it's exactly. like, look, our managers are old school. You know, I've worked places where we just wanted to do things new, probably would have worked just fine. Mm-hmm. Um motherfucker wanted to keep doing, you know, things yeah. the way he was doing them, and that's fine. You know yeah. what I mean? You can hit the roof. And plateau and then never do anything differently again. Right, this is, exactly. I'm talking about a new job now. I'm not going to go there. Okay. They'll probably sue me because they have a snake of a fucking lawyer. And oh, they'll fuck that guy. Fuck that guy, man. Shit. Well, anyway, that's enough about cars. Move on Thank to like, God. The, let's move on to the meat Just of this show here. Just in case he's watching. <gasps> uh, a couple, in the past couple podcasts, we've brought up uh, being oblivious to the advances of the opposite sex. And this is how this affects things. In our regular lives now. Stretching my neck. Oh. So I've I've had multiple situations in my life where chick was totally hitting on me and I had no clue. And one of the one of the funnier times that I actually did have a clue was uh when I first met my wife. And uh 
we were going to dinner at TGI Fridays. Take it all, big guy. Oh, yeah. And that's how we cap Daniel. Anyway, he just shoved a whole breadstick in his mouth for those who aren't this watching. This is how we save him from hijacking the podcast. There we go. Just, just jam feed him. food in his mouth. Anyway. You're struggling a little bit there, bud. <laughs> You're muted. Nice. <laughs> TGI Fridays? TGI Fridays, yes. <laughs> So we're at dinner, and uh, waitress walks up to the table, and she just stops and is staring at me and is not saying a word. And I was looking at her like, "Are you, are you my waitress?" And then she just kind of shakes her head and she's like, "Uh, hi, my name is waitress or whatever," <laughs> and. She gets my drink. She completely ignores my wife the entire meal. Forgets to bring her drink, forgets to bring her meal unless I remind her. This chick is just all about me, which started the joke of all people in the service industry want me. That's just, I'm you know, a terrible I'm a terrible fucking listener when I'm eating Fazoli's breadsticks. <laughs> Are you married at this point? I am currently married. Yes. This during was, this restaurant oh issue. during the restaurant i like the no. currently <laughs> she was trying to send a message she was trying to send a message it was kind of the saffron thing from serenity where yeah. she cooks you dinner yeah and then wash tries to get in on some and then saffron is going to stab you yes yes side note these breadsticks are actually dope fazoli's breadsticks are pretty dope uh, i the, can't handle them though the firefly uh, serenity yes. firefly class was in Ready Player One twice. Yes. Yes, it was. It was in the book, too. He blew a Firefly class ship in yeah. the book called the Vonnegut. Back to the story. Back to the story, yes. So that time I was not exactly oblivious. There was, there was a friend of mine from high school that would constantly beg me to come over and hang out with her. And uh, I was like, I, I can't. It's like 2 in the morning. I mm-hmm. can't. And she was like, please come over. Please come over. I just really want to see you. And I was like, I can't. I'm, I'm about to fall out. I'll see you tomorrow or whatever. And I, would, I was hanging out with this girl a lot and everything. And uh, one time when I was house-sitting for my girlfriend, my friend came over and was hanging out. And I ended up falling asleep watching a movie with her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I was actually there with my girlfriend's younger brother. And he was, we were all three of us watching a movie or something. And I guess once I fell asleep, she stopped watching the movie and was just staring at me and stroking my hair as I slept. Bitches be needy. I never caught on to the fact that this girl was interested in me. Mm-hmm. Ever. Ever. Until she blatantly said it one day. Wow. Yeah. I was still talking to her when I was living with my wife. She wasn't my wife yet. I was just living with her. And this girl was begging for dick pics and everything. And I still didn't clue in. Still did not catch on at all. Until my wife was like, uh, he's into you. Or she's into you. She's probably always been into you. Interesting. Was she your wife at the time, though? No, she was not. Okay. So. Yeah. He did already say that. Well, I know, but the the timeline moved along a little bit. I wasn't sure. It did, yes. 
So, and this is the obliviousness we're talking about. Yeah, this, we didn't this is the type of obliviousness where there's right. a girl that we don't see it for whatever reason, just don't right. think of them that way or not attracted to them or the thought of being with them is kind of like, oh, that's a little weird or ew or whatever. Right. Like, for whatever reason. You're just want to, wanting to play some D&D online and then all of a sudden she says, fly out to California and do some S&M with me. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe not that extreme, but. <laughs> or specific. Or specific. That was oddly specific. It's not my story to tell. No, it's not. Yeah. Just to clarify that whole thing that I talked about with uh, like Plan D D and the S and M, that's definitely happened to Brian. But that's the abridged version. So that is the abridged version. No, he was talking about a girl tickling him and him pushing the girl down, and then he realized, wow, this girl wanted to tickle me, like tickle me, like she tickle wanted pickle. to like pickle, tickle, tickle me. But he hates being tickled, so like you know. Uh, so if you're listening to this tickle girl, um, that's maybe not the that's way. Not the move to make. That's not the way to Brian's heart. Okay, it's not no. tickling. Um, have you been oblivious to have a girl's I been oblivious? Advances? I can't. I can't really. Um, kind of, but not really, because in 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 band you're having sex with a lot of people. <clears throat> it's really funny because I only had sex with two people. Um, in band, no. There's a lot of sex going on in band. Maybe three afterwards. I don't know. Um, There's like, here's the issue, okay, is that it's almost like this weird, some people don't even, even even my wife, her main boyfriend was in band. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You were with a girl in band. Am I correct? Um, Yes. Cody's wife through band. Like, uh, you end up, you know, you can end up making the rounds in band because you're only around those people very specifically. Well, and you're around them a lot. A lot. So I remember the first time I realized girls really liked me, and that's because I had a bunch of color guard girls fighting to sit in my lap. We were just messing around during lunch, and these color guard wor- girls were literally arguing and pushing each other off to sit in my lap, and that's when I was just kind of like, okay, no, I'm wanted. You know what I mean? Um, was I entirely – I don't think I would say I was ever oblivious. The only time I was oblivious was when I didn't want it. From that person, and you know, I would, you know, they would be hanging out with me and kind of like hanging on me, and I'd be like, nah. There was one situation where a girl was definitely, and I'm not going to put the time or place because this will definitely identify, but there was um, one girl who really wanted it like from me, and we had happened to go to a school organized event together, Mm -hmm. and I was like, no. (laughs) That's going to be a yikes for Um, me, dog. Yeah, basically, to where, you know, um, I asked her um, to the event because I was like, I just need a solid hang with this person. I also asked her to piss off a lot of people because I was a senior and she was a freshman. Um, And I was, you know, uh, people were like, oh, this is what's happening here. She's being victimized. Yeah, and then I ended up like having to push her off of me (laughs) (laughs) overnight because I just wanted the solid evening. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, to where I wouldn't have to worry about asking any Joe Schmo whatever chick. Um, that the night's events would end up following with said events. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked to dance. I liked to do the bump and grind when it was the thing to do. Um, and it was fun, and I went clubbing a couple of times. It was cool for me to assimilate um, in terms of also, like, being popular and stuff like right. that. I was just, like, I had no friends up until marching band, basically. Like, I was the kid who just, like, 
pretty much up until even when it was too late, I was playing lightsabers right. <laughs> in the yard. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, but even then, yeah, I was never oblivious to a girl really actually liking me. Maybe in one situation where uh, a girl actually liked me, I feel like you're not getting to talk at all. You just went to pee, so you just missed your opening. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't want you to get hijacked all day, Cody. I'm going to look at you and have this conversation with you, so I feel like we're here together. Um, so oh. it's a little prickly because I didn't shave today. I'm sorry. You can touch, keep touching my face though if you want. Now, don't be oblivious to the way I feel about you. So... <laughs> <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, one girl I was I was flirting with um, on and off like eighth grade I think, and I did really like her, and I did want to make out with her all the time. Um, I think she did like me, but she really liked to toy with me more than she actually liked me, and I think we were too young to go anywhere anyway. Um, and then after I graduated high school, that ended up being a, uh, oh, yeah, you didn't like me then. Do you like me now? <laughs> and she did, and then I ignored her uh, quite often. But uh, <laughs> long story short, that's the closest I can get to being, like, oblivious because most girls I pursued ended up, like, maybe most of them weren't really liking me. Maybe I was just more predatory in terms of the girls that I found. What? I hate using that term in today's day and age, but you know what I meant. Yeah, and and kind of what this tells me. Never a rapey vibe to the predatoriness. It's more of a, like, I'm pursuing them, not a, I'm pursuing them. (laughs) I know people that gave me really bad vibes when I saw them going after girls. It kind of makes me wonder if, to an extent, you're still oblivious. Because I mean, you're you're a a charming guy. Yeah. You're not a bad-looking guy. Well, thanks. So, I mean, you've got a lot going for you. There's probably girls that you think are just friends, and they were like, oh, my God, I would strangle myself on his cock. <laughs> there are, there's this probably is, a bunch of those. That's it's funny you say that, because my wife is convinced of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and some of that might be, some of that might be actual. Perfect. Some of that might be paranoia. Right. But... There's pro- possibly quite a bit of it that's genuine. Perfect, perfect time for a story. All right. We were at the Cherry Creek Mall shopping, me, my wife, and Rich's wife. And we were at one of the like bath bomb shops, one of the things, and one of the demonstration girls was just doing her thing at the front of the store. Hi, you want to see some stuff? You know what I mean? Sweet, nice girl voice, right? She's yeah. doing her job. She has to get wanna people to want stuff? to stand around and oh, see. Yeah. Exactly, right? And we're talking... And, you know, as she's talking to me, I think my wife caught on because I'm pretty sure she emerged from behind me like the red face demon in Insidious. <laughs> <laughs> On this girl talking to me and showing me things. And we ended up having this conversation. I ended up cracking Christy up because we went to we were walking around and Christy wanted some kind of like gummy candies from one of the outlet store malls things. And we go to the next store and I had to like flag down a lady and, and ask her where some stuff was and. And I was just kind of like, and the girls ended up walking away while I was trying to hunt down this candy for uh, Christy because I, you know, I would like to think even Rich would do the same thing to go to great lengths to get my wife what she wanted. And so I basically wait for this manager. I flag her down. And I'm like, hey, can we, you know, do you have this? She's like, it's not, you know, that's a, like a seasonal thing for holidays, right? I was going to say a holiday e thing. That's not a word. Um, and so she walks away and I get back and I was like, 
Sarah, you should have seen that because she just straight wanted my dick. She was like, <laughs> you should have been there to fight her off and just uppercut her because she was like, she just walked up. She asked me like, you know, what time I was getting off work. Oh, whoops, sorry. me. I'm working right now, not you. And uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I created this whole in, entirely imaginary scenario where, you know, it was that thing. And I got to be honest, like ever, here's the biggest thing with that too, is that when I married my wife, well, okay, when I did not when I married, but when I was with my wife in the first two years, I put on eighty pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You knew me mm-hmm. when I was skinny. I you never knew me when I was skinny. Hard. We didn't meet until yeah. after. Yeah, exactly. Right. Even yeah. Ryan like saw me when I was a fucking shrimp. You know what I mean? I used yeah. to be a literal fucking shrimp. Hypothyroidism. Boom. Yo. I, just, I miss the chick fan. Sit on you. <laughs> <laughs> That'll tell you how skinny this guy was. It was fantastic. Thanks for Cody, reminding did you me. lend him pants? No. Right. Oh. I don't think we knew each other at that point, did oh. we? Um, no, it was very early on, but yeah, I was still wearing some slightly tight pants. I didn't do it a lot to Blue Knights because I really didn't want to be renowned for having tight pants and sucking at drumming when I started. Um, oh. Boy, that'll make you. I walked in, and, and, and my instructor was like, what do you think you are on a scale of 10? I was like, 8. He's like, yeah, I'd put you at 2. <laughs> Fuck. Ooh. Fun thing about indoor percussion ensembles. We always come back to that. Maybe I should just have a rant about that one day. Uh, we we, uh, yeah, right, because you have that too. Stay tuned uh, for a band camp catch That's funny. So that being said, um, yeah, no, I've, I think I don't think I've ever been like that oblivious. But ever since putting on the weight gain, I feel highly unattractive. And that leads me to believe that you're still probably quite a bit oblivious. Sure. There's, there's situations out there that you don't, you haven't reflected on to that level yet and been mm-hmm. like, maybe, hmm. I'm sure there are situations like that for me because I have, I, I've been struggling to think of anything where I've had that realization. Wow. Now, um, it's funny because we went to lunch to catch up. I think it was like slightly before or after the wedding. Um, it was before. Yeah, at your wife's job. Yes. And we were like sitting there eating and your wife walks up and she's like, yeah, the hosts at the front were totally eyeballing you. I'm oblivious. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember that situation because I was just kind of like, this is something that I sound sounds like I get that same thing from my wife. But I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't think, you know, that was rooted in base fact because they were eyeballing you. You also still have your slender uh, girl figure. Physique. Uh, your physique. Lady-like physique. Um, it is pretty to compliment like. you, yeah. Um, Not as curvy as I prefer, but, you know, I'll make do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's funny because you have those skinny legs because since my surgery, my right leg has actually, like, um, gotten very flabby. Really? My, It's funny because I keep thinking of you when I look at my right leg. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it's a skinny leg. <laughs> I have You have skinny legs, and know, my right leg is just, I mean, I have beefy fucking calves, right? Is I that mean, double bass pedal. Is are, that. like, the beefiest part of my legs, though. Okay, duly noted. Still from marching band. And it's right. so funny because I was taking my first bath finally because I can actually shower and, and bathe and yes. do stuff. Did you get the, the glass of wine and the candles? No. Was it Enya playing? <laughs> <laughs> Little Orinoco flow. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I hold up my, my, my leg and it's just flabby. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, Sarah's like, you're going to have to you know get some muscle retention back before it does anything. Do some yeah. I'll take off my boot when we're finished here so you guys can see. Starting to get does a little atrophy. It's cool. Not really. Just I showered before I came over to make sure that I didn't. But yes. yeah, it's a little. It was a little atrophy because yeah. I haven't used it. Right, and it's going to be. My boot is doing all the work. Yeah. Yeah. But when I you mean, compare the beefiest fucking left calf. Yeah. 
to like the skinniest. Yeah. Man, I look like a gimp. I hate it. Yeah, you're going to have some fun with PT uh, once that boot comes off. No PT. Really? Just exercises. Just exercises. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? But I'm going to do them religiously. Yeah. So. Because that's what PT is basically for. I had Pretty a guy much. recommend to me that I do PT on my way out because he had back surgery and said he can't do a fucking thing with his back now because he didn't. Right. He broke his shoulder or something like that and didn't go to physical therapy. He was like, do fuck this. Do you need this. a gym buddy? Um, Hypothetically, no. But I'm down for like anyone. <laughs> you yeah. like, I'll be your gym buddy. What gym? I'll be a huckabellary. Um, no, yeah. No, I, was like, what I belong to... Planet Fitness. Oh, I don't know. The last gym I was in moved to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> no, I belong to Planet Fitness. So mm. if you guys are going to join a gym. My wife does choose fitness. Oh, okay. Okay. No. That's good. Your wife choose is Choose fit. fitness. Hella fit, dude. Hella fit. Sometimes I like see you guys and I'm like, y'all haven't aged a day since high school. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you let your hair on your face grow and I'm like, okay, then we're there. You know? But for the most part. No. I still wear the same size pants. Right. I went up no. a shirt size. Can you, you literally can't think of a time you were oblivious? Still oblivious. That's, that's, then I guess we that's are still infinitely oblivious. funny to me. I, I just. Do you think it's literally impossible for us to have not been eyeballed? Absolutely. Now, what about me? I think me? every single one of us sitting here and probably listening. Now, what makes me. Have been checked out by somebody and we just did not clue in at all. What makes me happy is that you said he's not as curvy as he wants. So I know I'm definitely fuckable. <laughs> but, like. But. <laughs> what are we. Dig the moves. What are we, like, looking at here? Uh, oh, of, uh, all right. I'll give you a. Even couple. since I gained the weight? Or is it, you know, like, I mean. It, ju- it just doesn't seem realistic to me. And, yeah, I get the same thing from my wife, and I'm like, okay, I'm sure there's a person here or there who has been like, I would. Yeah. But, you know, I've not been, like, uh, predatorily tried to pull from my wife. Okay. Well, and it's typically not very predatory. It's typically extraordinarily <laughs> subtle to the point where you're like, oh, she's just being nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's just doing her job because she's a salesperson. Oh, she's just, you know, she's trying to get a better tip because she's a waitress. Mm -hmm. And that's how she makes her income. Yeah. It could be any of those things. Have there ever been situations where you have seen a chick and you were like, oh, my God, she is amazing. She is absolutely awesome. I got to go do something. And you walk up to this girl and you're like, oh, my God, you are extraordinarily beautiful. And she's just like, whatever. I'm having a fat day. Leave me alone. Sure. And she is completely oblivious to your advances. There was one girl who told me she had job of the hut titties. Yeah. I'm so fucking hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Anyways, yeah. continue. To repel but, me. And and that's and is it she's repelling you or is she just oblivious to your advance. Yeah, is she not feeling, or, you know, yeah, or is she just, yeah, not, yeah exactly. I mean, it happens across the spectrum every yeah. time. Yeah. You know, there's different situations. And it's true, yeah. Or now, like getting invited to things, and you're like, nah. Yeah, now I can tell you about one time where I was oblivious up to the point where I wasn't. Ooh. And then it was like the sudden realization clicked, and I was just like, this is Holy a story fuck. that I've been waiting to hear because I haven't actually heard you tell this one yet, but I did hear it from my wife. And this is a weapon that she uses against me. So, okay. Um, saddle up, boys. Hopefully, it's the same story. We'll see. 
um, there was a HR representative mm-hmm. for my company, and she was she's no longer with the company. That's why I feel safe telling this. <laughs> um, she um, covered our facility for a time, and I was I was talking to her, and I was gen- generally friendly with her. Yeah, you're being you genuine. Know, just kind of, you know, hey, we have to work together. Let's, you know. We're funny guys, and it's hard yeah. not to do that. If you can get someone rolling from laughter, exactly. then you know you've got them on your team. Exactly. It doesn't mean you want them in your well, bed. Yeah. But and it's she, okay to have them on your team. Right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I had talked to her about Denver Comic Con and how I was volunteering, and would that qualify for my volunteer day? Because my company gives eight hours a year for volunteer work. Dope. Mm-hmm. So I was like, would this qualify for my volunteer day? And we were discussing it and everything. And I was talking about pop culture classroom and the nature of what they do and everything. And that they were a five, they are a 501c charity. She was like, well, if they have that paperwork, then yeah, that qualifies. Now, okay, cool. And she was like, so what do you, what do you like at Comic-Con? And I just, you know, when it comes to Comic-Con, I gush. And you start having yeah. a conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we have this lengthy conversation and uh this is all over the phone i have never met this woman to this point and then she you know after like two or three conversations pretty much work related with the side things here and there um then she was like hey i'm coming to denver to do your uh open enrollment training okay cool you know and uh I get to work. I'm working the night shift at this point, and she comes out and she's leaning against my desk, talking to me about you know, kind of work stuff and some personal stuff and everything. And everybody's like, she is way friendlier with you than she has been with anybody else all day. Are you married at this point? Yes. Okay. And I was like, I was like, well, I've talked to her a couple times, and they they were like, well, no, she's actually like way kinder to you than she is to any of the rest of us. She's kind of been a bitch all day. And I was just like, I don't know. I I maybe put in a little more effort to get to know her. I don't know why she would be so mm-hmm. standoffish with you guys. And then uh, we had to do some uh, diversity training, which is, you know, don't be a racist training bullshit yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And... Uh, we go through this training and everything, and uh, I was wrapping it up with some safety training because I was the safety officer at the time, and I'm just well-versed in all the safety trainings and all that fun stuff. And so after the meeting, I'm standing there, and I'm talking to her, and she's talking to me, and I was talking about some training stuff, and I was like, so what do you think about this form of training as opposed to this type of training, like you know, lecture versus interactive type? Thing. I was asking her about that, and she goes, well, I think, uh, God, you're tall. Just out of nowhere, she just goes, she just blanks out on what she's saying and goes, you're really tall. Was this the magic moment you knew? Yep. Okay. And then I, and it was just like the glass shattered. The illusion popped, and I was like, oh, fuck, like she's in me. Your mother. Yep. Which is just, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. the glass pops, and then, yeah, yeah, the illusion is shattered. Yeah, the illusion <laughs> is shattered at this point, and I'm like, oh, fuck, she's into me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's keep this very professional yeah. from now on. And yeah, you know, my wife says that, too, that I'm real tall. I think yeah. that's why she married me. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, no, I had talked to one of our conversations before had been about uh, possible adoption paperwork and stuff because Christy and I were looking at that at a time at one point and ultimately decided against it for multiple reasons. But at the time, I was like, you know, I understand that the company helps with these fees. What resources are available to me? So she knew I was married. And she knew that we weren't conceiving and that we were going into adoption processes. So, yeah. But when once that once that moment hit, I was just like, "Oh fuck, I gotta stay away from this woman." Did a woman not ask you for a dick pic at any point? Just my friend. Okay. And that was the only time I'd ever been asked for a dick pic. When was this, and where, and how? Because I thought this was a thing. You already told that story. Yeah, my friend from back in the day. Did I just completely forget? You were, you were you, bread sticking. You were bread sticking at that point. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. It's Daniel just can't I'm... eat and listen at the same time, it seems. <laughs> I literally can't. <laughs> Don't Memo talk for to Sarah. me. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm eating. So. Oh, you've fallen out of the shot. Ooh. Sorry. I'm like pushing him out of the shot with my with my leg, with my wide leg. I'm just trying to become it's uncoupled. Okay. We're gonna in, lean in, in all reality, they're just trying to cut me out altogether today. <laughs> Thank you for watching the shot, Brian. Nice. Anyway. Talk so, while we drink because we don't want to pause. Right. So thankfully, she uh, transferred to another division. Now she works for a different company. Good. And I have no interaction with her. And I'm like, okay, good. We're, we're Stop in a trying. good spot. And she flew out. Hmm? She was staying at a hotel or something. She yeah, 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 yeah. She just was probably yeah. looking for a romp. Maybe was she no, married? No, she actually was not. I mean, this was completely involuntary because she had never been anything but professional with me. She was just way nicer to me, right, than anybody else. Oh, you think she wasn't even sure? I she think, was oblivious to herself. Well, I think that she was denying that. Oh, okay. She was sure. suppressing it because we're both married. And she okay. She so, was just enjoying you though. I think that she. Dropped her guard for a bit. Interesting. Wow. And at that point, I was like, okay, <laughs> we'll make this easier for you. So. Wow. Yeah. That, w- that was the one time where I actually caught the obliviousness in its tracks. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that. What next? What should we talk about? I don't know. It's Cody's turn. It is Cody's turn. Uh, Rich had something about body modifications. Well, he was asking you about it. Yeah. We were curious if you could tell us about your body modifications. As to why well, I have them? Yeah. What, what they mean? What compels yeah, how the... What's in the ears? What's in the nose? So, what's in the lip? I liked how this looks, so Are I Are there any it. we can't see? Didn't okay. you used to have the nipples so, first? No, fuck. Cody has Never the nipples. Nothing plugs. sensitive. Prince uh, Albert? What gauge are your earplugs? Five-eighths. Five-eighths, okay. Yeah. And you have your right nostril pierced, Correct. and you have your lower lip pierced is this, as well. Is this how you figured out, sorry, I'm getting, turning again. I'm sorry, it's just you're over there, and it hurts to crane the neck. Um, yeah. Do you, like, uh, have any that we don't know about on your body? Tattoos? Yeah. Did well, you body learn? mods. Did you, sorry. Oh, yeah. did I say tattoos? Yeah. Body well, mods. Body, body okay. Mod. Oh, okay. God well, if we're going to go into tattoos, yeah. too, then you can technically do this because yeah, I, I have nothing to contribute. Yeah. I mean, I have... About damn time. Like, I have four <laughs> tattoos. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I have so much arm room. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I really only have, in terms of, like, my piercings, I really ho- only have a reason for my ears. Okay. 
I just liked how these looked, so I got them. Right. But as my ears, I have, I used to have really small earlobes, and I was really self-conscious about it, so I just decided I was going to stretch them. Now they're fucking okay. huge. And now they're gigantic, and I like them. Right? Nice. So this actually had a reason behind it. I wonder if I can do the same thing for my penis. Okay. Probably. I, I've always been puzzled at the logic of earplugs. Makes sense. I, I didn't understand it at all, like... There was a guy that used to come into the store I worked in when I was a teenager, and he would slide quarters mm -hmm. into his ear to stretch it. Mm -hmm. This was like way before it became a thing. Mm -hmm. So he was the only person I saw with earplugs at that point. And I was just like, why? What? What is the appeal? And he was like, I can carry around a buck 50 and not wear <laughs> pants. And I was like... <laughs> That's that's a valid point. Well, get, get arrested for porky pig in it, but yeah. whatever. So, so I, would you say what size did you say those were? Five eight. Five eights. Yeah. Uh, to learn socket sizes. There you go. No, I I work with. So I have. Well, then what are the fucking? Get, oh, get, get, right, smaller uh, lobes. Yeah. <laughs> sixteen gauge. Sixteen gauge. It used to be fourteen. Oh, you know gauge, what? Okay, down. you know the ones that are in your lips too. Okay, that's interesting. I actually do have something small to contribute to this. Okay. And I want to know if you guys agree. Um, a Penis doesn't count. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always contributing that for you guys. <laughs> now, uh, no, a friend I used to work with, she was the uh, she was watching the front door at Guitar Center. They usually had someone standing by the front door to make sure people weren't shoplifting, right? Right. Um, she was standing up there. Her husband actually did uh, was suspended from hooks. Okay, so he was into suspension. Big hooks. So, yeah, he yeah. Was, yeah. is that what that's called, just suspension? Yeah. yeah. He actually did that for real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah and she showed me a, a video. That is, that is and a they thing. were, like, applauding him. Yeah, they picked him up, and he was doing his devil horns while they picked him up. And it was this thing where, like, she was explaining to me. I was like, what is the fucking appeal of this? And she said it gave him stress relief to actually do it. It was something yeah. that he just, it looked cool to him that he wanted to do. And by accomplishing it, it actually made him just more appreciative. It made him a lot less irritable to have finally done that. She said it took an edge off of him to be able to do it. See, as to you or I, it wouldn't have the same effect. No. Because I look at that and I say, fuck that. Yeah. It's like, does it look like I want to be in Hostel, the movie? Exactly. exactly. No. Yeah. Does anyone want to? Yeah. That guy did, and he liked it. Cool. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, it looks cool to me in that it, it's the closest you can get to weightlessness without, like, you know, while being nude, pretty much. Yeah. So you can be naked and flying, which I understand I that appeal. they allow you to be naked. Oh, yeah. Right? I yeah. would love for my dangle to just flap in the wind uh, while I'm just like, uh, you know... <laughs> swing around i'd be like can someone just push on my butt and just let me swing a little bit <laughs> i really like that yeah, uh, yes. yeah cool nice. that's also my impersonation of my ex-girlfriend snatch so <laughs> Jesus yeah good one okay yeah no <laughs> i know that one um yes, you do. You me move around. i did help you move her out that was a fun day um body modification i'm scared yeah. i'm 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 i don't here's my reason for not doing it is because I have ideas for tattoos, but I don't want people to have the same tattoos that I have. Fair. Ever, not once. I have ideas that I will tell you as soon as we're off air, and there's ways to, you know, kind of like make them. 
Yeah. So they're not the same as what other people are going to get in places you can get them. Yeah. But I try really, I just, that's my biggest thing. You know, like for instance, I wanted the chains from Bioshock. Your character that you play as has taint, chains tattooed three chain links on each okay. wrist. And I was like, that totally speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think is the first tattoo any Bioshock fan is getting? That one. That one. That one. Yeah. And I'm like, how about nah? Do I have get some ideas for some my own Bioshock really stupid, tattoos? Uh, like picture wise, and then below it, just would you kindly? I mean, yeah, yeah, something like that. So, I mean, I have my initial idea for tattoos were just to get like hilarious ones. Like my 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 idea when I was like fourteen, fifteen, for my first tattoo was to go to a nutritionist and find out the exact nutrition levels of a pound of human flesh, and then tattoo a nutrition facts table. On my side with those statistics. That's really funny. Just in case I was ever found by cannibals that were health conscious. <laughs> That's really <laughs> fucking funny. Okay. That was my first nice. one. And nice. And then for my girlfriend, I had the idea of her getting a tattoo midway up her back. Mm-hmm. Like maybe around just above her kidney. It says riches, bitch. Oh, it's a not a coffee table hand. ring. Of a coffee table ring, like when you leave a yeah. glass there. Uh-huh. And then above it, a post-it that says, next time use a coaster, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. No, the doggy style. Really cool. There you go. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> Another thing for me is it getting also, am I talking too much, Cody? No. Okay. No. I just like suddenly have more than I thought I did. Something I really wanted to do for a tattoo was go to the islands because I love sailing. Mm-hmm. I used to sail at summer camp. It's something that I miss dearly, but we don't have fucking water in Colorado. I can't do it. You know what I mean? You we sail? Ha- we have some lakes. You are a sailor? I am a sailor. You sail? I can't. Um, now, it's what been about a while. Bob but don't even. It's a small. Okay. It is a small. Uh, it's just a small thing that I like used to do. I couldn't. Now, if you gave me a big boat to take out, I yeah. wouldn't know the first thing to tell you. But like a little rainbow fish. I did it. Yeah. It was fun. I can take out a one, two person boat and be good. Um, I enjoyed it. I would really like one of my dream vacations is going to like the islands and stuff. I would love an authentic tribal tattoo. Oh, those take forever. They and take are forever. Extremely, extremely painful. painful. Yep, I'm aware Ooh. of that. Now, but what is what is it but a message on your body that defines you, right? Mm-hmm. As a dream vacation, that would be something I could at least go. This is something I did. You know yeah. what I mean? It, could I find a, a tattoo artist with a fucking you know needle gun and not not a yeah. hammer and mallet just like tacking well, it on you can me. find guys that do traditional mm-hmm. tribal tattoos right. here exactly they use the needle and the hammer and sure it wouldn't be in the islands though and that's no, the thing not. you know what i mean and that's yeah, what i kind well, of wanted but it would also you know kind of keep you protected from hepatitis that too and that's, uh, the, that's yeah that's my wife's know. number one thing mm-hmm. is that she's worried about you know she's like let's not get hepatitis on our right. vacation you know what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. like that kind of scary yeah mm-hmm. and the island tradition and the tribal t- tradition mm-hmm. with those tattoos mm-hmm. is that the tattoo marks a rite of passage oh so that if you see a guy with this big tattoo like here uh-huh it means that he won a battle oh cool like a, y'all are making nature. me want to play far cry 3 so for all i care I don't really know for certain. I would walk into what a bar the? in Polynesia and they'd be like, God, this guy fucking hates turkeys. <laughs> he just wants a fucking... This is like... You snapped snapped two turkey necks but frozen. Uh, 
<laughs> after thawing turkey, <laughs> ran from the real yeah. ran from two real life turkeys. Well, no, but like pending. Say, <laughs> but say your tattoo artist in the islands or whatever saw you surfing, or saw you sailing, yeah, and actually bringing in a boat into harbor and everything, yeah. They would give you a rite of passage tattoo related to that event. That's cool. And so that, that would be a mark on you for anyone that sees you to know that you are a trustworthy sailor. Right. Things of that nature. Sorry, that was just pointed slightly away. I'm a fucking it was myself. slightly askance. For those you playing the drinking game, drink. <laughs> anyway. Talking about the sauce. <laughs> um, no, I've got like four tattoos on me right now. Yeah, I've got my, I've got my Disney castle here mm-hmm. that is Tron colored, and uh, that's because my wife and I got engaged at Disney World. That's dope. Oh, in Orlando, nice. and then on my top of my left wrist, I have my wife's initials tattooed on me, and this was the compromise to not wear a wedding ring. Okay, she has my ta- my initials tattooed on her in a monogram style. So we'll post pictures on Facebook later. Absolutely. Um, then on my right shoulder here, I have the okay. shield with Temet Noske, which is Latin for know thyself. Mm. So can we see this on the podcast? Okay. Which, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. We it can... will be on Facebook later. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I have a piece in the center of my back here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. That is the Orzov signet from Magic the Gathering. I don't know how familiar you guys are. That's dope. Brian is at all. familiar. One yeah. one thing Brian I've is considered is getting the Orin from Neverending Story. Nice on my chest. If and you want a unique tattoo, that's been done. I know exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, trust me. I Google every single tattoo before if I see them. If you start yeah. from here, no, there you yeah, go. That's get true. It, get right? it like right here, like a yamaka. When you, when you start losing your hair eventually, yeah. if that happens, no, that'll be on my head. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, you know, or I could just get one tattoo. It says "fuck tattoos." <laughs> I was indecisive, so this you is can get I the Bobcat Goldthwait tattoo. Oh, he has a tattoo on his ass. Wolverines? No. From Red Dawn? Mm-mm. What if I got like Wolverines no, it's from the a, Red Dawn remake? It is a hi hat. Okay. From a drum set? Is it? With slanted eyes and the little Fu Manchu <laughs> ponytail. He got a Chinese symbol tattooed on his ass. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> nice. I saw that and I was like, "That is fucking epic." Oh, I love man. it. I used to fucking wreck some China symbols back in the day. <laughs> When I find the drum set. Here nice. I go on another on another. I sold my drum set to make rent. Ouch. Yeah. Ooh. When I was like first living on my own. That's nah. that's why I don't keep up with it. Um that and now I spend money on video gear instead. Fair. Is the day yeah. coming? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, You'll be the first person you know, I call. I still have a drum set. Okay. Well, I mean, but is it like Is it here? Well, but also what quality is it? Because Probably I'm I'm a, I'm a fucking you have to remember Pearl used to send me. Yeah. yeah, my drum set. So my dad still has his drum set. <laughs> Does he? Up in the, up in the upstairs of their house. Nice. And so on one of their visits, I made him watch Step Brothers, just so that when I talk to my dad on the phone, I can go. I'm gonna go upstairs. I'm gonna rub my nut sack all over your drum set. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Yeah, and my dad's like, I don't know why you made me watch that movie. I was like, so I could make that reference and you would understand. Every negative thing that has happened to one of my instruments has happened at Rise. Really? Yeah. Like my well, define negative things. My acoustic guitar. Yeah. Because I I I spent a year playing guitar rather than bass. Right. Uh, 
It's cracked on the back. I'll show you after we're done recording. Oh, great. From the humidity? No. And stuff or just dropping it? Wind. Wind. Whoa. So we were fucking outside. I was, I'm still upset. I enjoy it. fucking outside. You know me too. <laughs> if the wind blows past my nethers. And then uh, the other one, it's it's super small. It's easily replaceable. Um, one of my pegs just snapped. Partially. That's depressing as fuck. Still. See, you have to be prepared for things to break as a musician too, because there's like strings and stuff. Now that's like strings. That's the back fun. of it breaking. I've never is like, had a string break. That is a catastrophic damage to an instrument. Is to have the back of your guitar break because uh-huh. like it's to say like Oof. cymbals still kind of work after mm-hmm. that. You can break heads, you can break sticks, you can break strings. The guitar still works. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But you can't like. But I, it feels broken. Yeah. No. My I couldn't have one of my drum shells shatter. Yeah. Right. That would be catastrophic. It wouldn't make sound because it couldn't vibrate. Right. Which would be kind of like shitty and scary, so. Yeah. Yep. Uh-oh. We did it. We all, we all had a topic. Was we like did. Really, it was like good. We did. Nice. And now I understand a little bit more about body modification. I was always mystified by the whole earplugs thing. I just, it's. I mean, that's just my personal preference. I just right. didn't like how small my earlobes were. Right. What, what would possibly be other reasons? I mean, because you want to look cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty That's, much. It's kind of a That's poser a activity. Kind of, yeah. For me, it okay. is definitely a, a all of a sudden everyone's doing it. Uh, no, I kind of don't want to. And if I, if I do jump off that cliff, I want it to be something that I am like 100% certain is going to define me and not define multiple people yeah. that might be around me. Yeah, Sarah's got a tattoo. We can't go into public barely ever without seeing someone that has it. In fact, our roommate has a variant of it. All right. Same with this one. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Any kind of music like that whole the fucking yeah. that is I like that, that that includes the treble and bass. Yeah. I, I dig I that. rock both sides, right? Yeah. And that's what it is it, because it's that heart shape well, with the clefts. A friend of mine posted a picture on Facebook of a t-shirt that the it had two bars on it, two music mm-hmm. bars. Top one was treble clef, bottom one was bass clef. Top one said had notes on there that mm-hmm. said band mm-hmm. like some music notes on there mm-hmm. the next bar on the bass clef had geek but for the treble clef so it didn't make any goddamn sense on the bass clef not not at all no yuck and Ugh. he was like the fuck is this yeah and underneath it said it's a band thing and we were all ripping on it just like what the fuck why would you make a shirt like that and get it so blatantly wrong? So, all right. Yeah, we've gone on long enough. So, <laughs> thank you for listening to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. I'm Cody. Download us on Monday. Download the Nerd Archive on Wednesday. Check out the videos on Friday. Follow us on Facebook at When Daniel Met Rich. Follow us on Twitter at WDMR Podcast. Thank you. We'll see you next time. I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> I've been doing that the whole fucking show.